0: Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host, Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. Hello, ladies. Hi. No, hello. Hello. Um, As always, I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Kate Sitars, and today we have the pleasure of also being joined by a fabulous CCA student and copywriter, Charlotte Ellis. Hello, Charlotte. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Um, we I wanted to bring Charlotte in, of course, because we love bringing in CCA students and love hearing the stories and their wins and sharing that with all of you. Um, but we especially wanted to bring Charlotte in uh, because of the industry that she transitioned out of and mm-hmm. what she's been experienced since she did, because I think it's going to resonate with a lot of people who are listening or watching. So, Charlotte,
1: um, how did you get into copywriting? Where did you come Um, from? Yeah, so my background is in teaching. Um, So I've actually done lots of different types of teaching. Um, Most recently, I've been a preschool teacher for the last six years. And um, yeah, I think just in the last few years, I started thinking about transitioning out of that. Um, Just I felt a bit burnt out. I have two young kids and it was just getting to be a lot to have kids all day at work and then kids at home and um, I was looking for something with a bit more flexibility especially with my youngest going to school next year you know all the holidays and teacher uh, work days and um, things like that like it was getting a bit hard to manage all of their schedules and um, yeah I think I also always knew that I wasn't going to be teaching forever I feel like there are a lot of my strengths that weren't being utilized in the classroom. Um, yeah, I love writing. I love like nerdy admin stuff. I love like, I'm quite introverted. So I think I found it really draining to be teaching all day. Like, so I was kind of looking for something, um, different to do, but I just kind of thought like, well, what else would I do? You know? Um, yeah. So I actually came across the CCA in a Facebook ad, like a lot of other students. Um, yeah. And I was like, I think it came just at the right time where I'd had a rough couple of weeks at work. I was like, I just don't know if I can do this much longer. And um, yeah, so it was a really like spontaneous thing. I did the free um, video training that you guys have. And then like within a couple of days, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do the course. Like uh, what's the worst that can happen? Basically, like I thought, you know, I can't there's no point just like, talking about how I want a change if I don't actually take action. Like you guys say, like, that's really up to me. You know, like my career pathway is like, I need to take ownership of that. And if I want a change, then I need to make that happen. So yeah, that's how I got into the CCA. And yeah, I love it. That's terrific. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Had you heard about copywriting? I'm curious before you saw that, is is it brand new? No. Like for many people, right? Yeah, I didn't even know what copywriting was, like, seven months ago, Um, which is funny because both of my parents are, like, from a marketing advertising background, and so Mm. when I told them about it, they were like, what? You're, like, following in our footsteps, and I was like, am I? I don't even know what, like, (laughs) copywriting is, but uh, I'm excited about it. Um, Yeah, so it's kind of cool. I have, like, a lot of writers in my family and things, so, um, yeah, I guess it does make sense, but no, I didn't really know what I was getting into. Yeah. No, well,
0: we always say it's it's probably one of the best kept secret careers mm. for who knows why, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. Well, that's terrific. Well, and so what have your has your experience been like with
1: copywriting? Did you set yourself mm. a goal? And what does that look like for you? Um, so I think I wrote like right after I signed up for the course, I wrote in the Facebook um group. It must have been around April, like. Um, I'm a teacher I'm kind of thinking about what's next for me Um, and I think I said like by the time my youngest goes to school next year so August 2023 I'd love to be Mm -hmm. able to transition out of teaching into something else and so I kind of set that as my goal to be able to replace my income by then and be able to have the flexibility to do just copywriting um Yes. So happened to popular? spoiler. It <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> it is only 2022 still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I just wanted to make sure that I um yeah, didn't rush into anything. Um yeah, and when you're first starting out too, you don't really know like what it, how it's gonna go and if you're gonna be able to get work and things. So um yeah, but that was kind of my goal was by the time um she went to school that I wanted to be able to do copywriting Mm full-time. And so are you doing copywriting? Have you
0: made the full transition out of teaching yet?
1: Yes. So I left teaching, I had my last day about two weeks ago, which was like, (laughs) it was yeah, it was really exciting. And then like the day after I was like, oh my goodness, what have I done? (laughs) I was instantly like, this is, you know, like leading up to, I was like, it's really exciting. And then I was like, oh, okay. Hopefully this all works out, but. I think I kind of knew in the back of my mind, like, I can always fall back on subbing if I need to. But I was like, the worst case scenario is that I'll be teaching again, which is not like terrible or anything. But I was like, the best case scenario is it works out great. And like, you never know. Um, Yeah, so I think that was kind of my mindset is like, well, how am I ever going to like, give it my all and know what's possible without making the leap? Yeah, that's a
0: great point. And so you gave yourself what, 13, 14 months, something like that. And it took you more mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. six or seven months. That's, mm-hmm. that's really amazing. Just to put yeah. some math to it.
1: Yeah. Um, all yeah. of you teachers out
0: there will appreciate it. Uh And so what have, what has, and you don't certainly don't have to give us specific numbers by any means, but, but what has that looked like for you to be able to transition out? What, what is your income like? What are the hours Mm -hmm. you're working like? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So I wanted, before I left teaching, I wanted to make sure that I did have enough work to keep me going. Um, So I was doing probably about 10 or 12 hours a week of copywriting work on top of teaching for like three or four months. (laughs) And then um, I had an agency reach out to me saying that they needed um, a copywriter for about 15 or 20 hours a week of work. And I was like, this is like, I kind of wanted something like that, where I knew that I could count on kind of a um, base of work. And then on top of that, I could have my own science, uh, my own projects and things, but that kind of gave me the confidence to be like, okay, I'm going to have income every week. Um, yeah. So now I'm working, it depends on the week I do track my time. So it's usually about mm, 20 hours of like client work. And then a bit of time on, on top of that is like my admin things. Mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's a good balance for me. And I am like making more than I did when I was teaching.
0: <laughs> that's great. Oh, we love to hear that. The the and now I'm working less and making more. God, that's the mm. goal.
1: Yeah. Like the flexibility has been really life-changing. Like um this week my seven year old had a half day at school. And normally I would have been like okay, I have to take the afternoon off or like, what do I do? Whereas um, this time I was like, oh, I'll just pick up like both kids. So we'll go to the pool or we'll have some fun in the afternoon. And then I'll just catch up on work like in the afternoon, later in the evening. And that was really nice to be able to do that. Um, yeah. I really appreciate the um, control that I have over my time now. hmm Exactly. What have been some of the keys for you as you have or or
0: tips or anything you can offer when it comes to transitioning from one career into another? Were there any things that you did or any, you know, mindset changes that kind of helped you do that? I think
1: like just realizing that, like you guys say a lot, like you're learning a new career. And so you have to be ready, like you're a beginner, <laughs> you know? And so I've had tons of like Lots of rejection, lots of no's, lots of like technological issues when you're like working with a client. You know, like there's just all these little hurdles that you have to overcome. So I think just being okay with that and realizing like there's a steep learning curve, but you you get your confidence by like just taking things as they come and like overcoming little by little. Like, yeah, I think it is hard, especially if you're kind of like a high achiever, you're used to like, for the most part, like doing well and, you know, like you kind of want to be the best right away. And I think, yeah, it's hard sometimes to realize like, oh, there's so much I don't know. And even now I like, you know, listen to the podcast and like see other posts in the CCA Facebook group. And I'm like, oh, I never thought of that. Like, you know, I'm still learning so much. So I think like that, it takes getting used to, but it's also one thing that I really love is that, like, there's so much to learn. Like, there's so many different types of copywriting and marketing. And, like, I just love to learn. So, I think that was actually positive for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I'm do. curious. Oh, no, okay. I, I know um, you said about four months overlap, right, of teaching and then also taking on copywriting work. So, during that period, what do you have advice? Cause I think that's kind of the most overwhelming or scary period for a lot of people of how, yeah. how do I manage all of that? Yeah. I think just like I had to carve out time and even when I didn't feel like it, I just sat down to do copywriting. Um, like for me, that looked like after the kids are in bed, I would probably, probably do like an hour, hour and a half every evening. And then on Saturday I would go to the library all saturday morning mm-hmm. and just work and you know i did have people other people in my life be like oh like what do you do on the weekend and i'd be like work like my other job you know and um people would be like oh like what a bummer and i'm like no i'm actually like i've got long-term goals mm-hmm. and so like if you've got a goal then you have to be willing to work towards it and take those steps and so i think for me it was just like Yep. I can see like what I want and I'm going to do what it takes, no matter what it takes, whether I feel like it or not, like I'm just going to keep that goal in mind and keep working for it.
0: Yeah. That's so wise. I think so many people say, well, how do I do it? How do I make the time? How do I make that happen? Mm-hmm. And just, you just do, you just do.
1: Yeah. Like I would wake up early some mornings or like with the time difference, Sometimes I had client calls at 6am or I had one at like 4.30 in the morning that I got up for. And um, yeah, I know some people would be like, you're crazy. Like, why would you spend, you know, all, you know, your weekends and your early mornings and things, but like it obviously paid off. So Mm -hmm. it was all worth it. Yeah. And we should and it, add for the listeners that Charlotte is in New Zealand. So if you're thinking, yes, yes. why <laughs> was she up at four in the morning? <laughs> yes. Hi. Great yeah, point. The yeah. Time difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are your clients, are they where are they located all over or yes? Yeah, so I have um some clients in North America, um, yeah, Canada and the US. Mm-hmm. And then I've had a few in Europe, um, not ongoing, but just kind of one off projects, mm-hmm. and then Australia and New Zealand.
0: Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, Hmm. I love that. Yeah, a good reminder to everyone watching, listening, that your your clients don't just have to be in your country or Mm -hmm. in wherever nearby. Not even your uh, region or your region (laughs) sphere or your hemisphere. Exactly, (laughs) they can be they can be anywhere. Yeah. And how how has that happened for you? Is it just have you found clients through pitching, and it's kind of expanded from there, or where where are you finding your clients?
1: Um, So a lot of it has been networking connections like on LinkedIn. Um, I actually have gotten quite a lot of clients on Facebook. Um, I'm part of a small business like New Zealand small business page and people will post on there like, hey, can someone just give me some feedback on my website? I don't really know what I'm doing. And like just trying to kind of get my name out there, but also like be helpful um, to people because I always just come at it as like, I'm a small business owner too. I know like what it's like. You can't, do everything. So like definitely reach out if you need anything, but here are some tips that I just have like, um, yeah, if it's helpful to you. That's great. Yeah. Isn't it interesting how,
0: I mean, and you know, cause you're in the Facebook group and Kate and I know, cause we've been doing this for so long, but everybody's trajectory is a little bit different. Some people mm-hmm. do get like almost all of their clients from pitching. Some people get it through networking. Some people, it's mm-hmm. just, it's so interesting and there's no way to to know in advance except to prepare yourself to be mm-hmm. able to get clients in,
1: in all of these different, different ways. Varieties. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think for me, it's just been trying, I think um, like thinking about what has worked so far and then trying to do more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I realized like, on my um professional facebook page like i get a lot of inquiries if i post regularly so i'm like okay i need to like post regularly cuz i always can tell if i have been posting like mm-hmm. i get people contacting me and mm-hmm. then if i stop posting cuz i'm too busy then that dies down um it's just like <laughs> yeah, that <pitching, so>, right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so i'm trying to think about like how can i make that more sustainable for me and like um set up systems for that um yeah. Cause that's one thing that is like pulling teeth is like sitting down and writing on social media. I think I use all my creativity and my client work. And then I'm like, what do I say? Like, I know I have stuff to say, but like, yes, yeah, so I'm looking at possibly outsourcing a bit of that just, um, yeah, to make sure that it's sustainable for me and that I'm using my strengths and kind of outsourcing if I can a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, yeah. yeah. When keeping your time, protecting your time, which is so smart. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is why you got into it, right? It wasn't to take on more and to then have less time in your day. So that's so, so smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's very wise too. It can take some people a while to get there in their career to really be going, all right, well, I've only got so many hours in the day. And mm-hmm. I have CEO tasks and I have admin tasks. And mm-hmm. if I'm trying to do both something, I'm not gonna have time for for something. And when you think about it, in in companies. The CEOs don't do everything, right? There are people who do the smaller tasks because it's not a good use of the CEO's Mm -hmm. time. Obviously it can take some time for people to get to that point in their career, Mm -hmm. but good for you for for recognizing that and being open to exploring, taking that next step.
1: Yeah, it's. I think it's just about like realizing that you're a business owner and you don't have to be like a one-man band forever. Like you can- um, especially if there is something that you can outsource and you feel like, oh, it's not really a strength of mine, but it's definitely like something that I need to be doing then. Yeah. It's worth it. I think. Yeah. Do you feel like there
0: was a time when you made the transition from I'm a freelancer to I'm a business owner or, cause I know that some people kind of struggle with making that transition. I'm sure there are actually some people mm-hmm. who, skip over it completely would just immediately go in and go I'm a
1: business owner but what Mm -hmm. did that look like for you do you remember um I think when I started like setting up a website and getting my branding like um like the logo and like thinking about who I am as a copywriter and things I think that kind of was when I started thinking about it as a business rather than like I'm just a freelancer Mm -hmm. Mm That's great. And did that did that affect
0: any of your other decisions or did that um affect how you dealt with anything in your business?
1: Um actually I just remembered another thing so which kind of answers that question, but um I had a client who is a business mentor and coach and after I wrote some Facebook ads for him he was like I'm actually doing like this new pilot program do you want to go through it with me for free? And then you can give me feedback and a testimony. And I was like, yeah, definitely. Like that sounds super valuable. So I think like his input also really helped me. Because um, one thing he said is like, when you have a business, like you're actually creating um, an asset outside yourself that, that's like inherently valuable. And so it. I think that helps me think of it as like, it's not just me doing copywriting, but I'm actually creating something that is like in itself that has value as long as you build that into it um yeah but I think that really helped with my mindset of like thinking um kind of long-term like what kind of goals yeah it was really nice to have that outside perspective of someone who's seen a lot of people start businesses and um yeah I found that really good for creating a mindset of like I'm a business owner Mm -hmm. that's terrific
0: Oh, that's amazing. Wonderful. Um, now, uh, if someone is listening to this, maybe they're a teacher, maybe they're not, but they're thinking about transitioning into copywriting or maybe even just
1: giving it a try. What would you, what would you tell them? Um, I think I would tell them like that they should definitely go for it, but expect like to have to work hard (laughs) um I think you can't go into it just like a like half-heartedly like oh let's just see if this works out I think that if you want it to work out you have to really like set goals you have to be committed you have to put in the time and the work that it takes um and you can't let setbacks like discourage you because I think too it's easy like when you hear a no or you get negative feedback or something to be like oh I'm just not cut out for this like it's just not going to work out but instead like just persevering and taking everything as a learning opportunity and realizing that like it's going to take time that's okay mm-hmm. yeah exactly i mean it's 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 a new career right that takes mm-hmm. that takes
0: time and it takes a yeah. little bit of a little bit of courage to be willing to do something different and learn, learn something new, even for teachers. Mm-hmm, uh, I mm-hmm. find we all forget what it's like to learn something new. Yeah. And I think sometimes teachers are like, no, 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 I know. But they know for their students and then mm-hmm. for themselves, they go, oh yeah. And it can yeah. be, but, but the, the outcome as you have proven uh, is amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm curious what's next i know maybe outsourcing mm-hmm. but yeah i think like because things have ramped up so quickly i feel like um i haven't had as much time as i'd like to focus on kind of like putting my systems into place mm-hmm. and um building that really solid foundation like i've been really busy with client work which is great but i'm kind of looking forward to over christmas things slowing down and just a little bit so I can kind of work out those, um, yeah, like the best way of doing things, making sure that I have all my bases covered and that I'm organized so that as I scale that like all those foundational things are in place. Um, and then I think, yeah, I'm not in a rush to like grow or like to, yeah, build it into some big, agency or like hire people or anything like that. I kind of just want to yeah, just enjoy copywriting, learn more, like take on different types of projects and different types of clients. And um yeah, I'd love to join CCA next level. Um I'd really love to do that. So yeah, I think that that would be um really great for me to learn from other copywriters that have been doing it longer because um yeah, I know. I still have a lot to learn. That's true. We all do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's such a good reminder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Fun thing is, we get to keep learning. Yeah. 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 We think we know it all. They change something in marketing. Mm. You know, there's a new social media platform. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that means you never get bored. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree. Love it.
0: And now, if someone is listening and thinking, "Oh, I really like how Charlotte thinks. I think I'd like to hire her as a copywriter. Mm-hmm. Um, where
1: can they find you?" Um, so my website is copy by com, and I'm on Facebook as well. Copy by Charlotte Ellis. Perfect. Excellent. I'll yeah. do a link to it in the description slash show notes mm-hmm. for everyone listening, whether you're on podcasts, YouTube, mm-hmm. it'll be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. My um, updating, my website is on my list for when I have a bit more time. I'll we'll tell uh, you when this is airing. You've got some yeah, time. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little deadline for you. Yeah. Yes. Gentle yeah. deadline.
0: Yeah. Gentle deadline. Yeah. 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 Well, that's terrific. This has been so fun, uh, but also inspiring. I think Um, everybody listening and watching, I think
1: is going to really enjoy this one. Thank you so much for sitting down with us today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And thanks for all the support in the CCA. I really, um, yeah, appreciate you guys just encouraging us and um, yeah, like spurring us on when we, when things get tough. It's really nice to um, have that support. Oh, you are so very, so very, very welcome. Mm -hmm. Well, and then
0: with that, uh, thank you all for listening or watching and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye everybody. Like what you heard? Subscribe to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast so you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at freecopywritingtraining.com. We'll catch you in the next episode.